You are live. Hey, we're live. Look at that. He's like right here. I too. am right here. And you, some of him, anyway. I what happened to you? Man, I had to lose some weight out you, here, man. You Sometimes you, you have to be in person to see Neck that. Neck is kind of small now, man. I like it. He's it's Ramon really Foster. Awesome. I'm Dan Kovacevic. And we are both in Nashville, Tennessee, for this extraordinary episode of the Ramon Foster Show. It's live. It's also involving you. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, leave a comment. Leave your own Hey Moan to be answered right on the spot. We'll get to it uh, right here. But I'm way more interested in this. <laughs> it's le- he, he got out of yeah. his car out here, and I'm like, what would you do with the rest of you? You know what? I had to leave it behind for a multitude of reasons. But I'm not the same football player I was. So, hey, I'm back. I'm See, back. I saw David DeCastro. I told you about this in Miami just yeah. about a couple months ago. And I walked up to him, and I go, what? Yeah. See, that's the other part, too. A bunch of us, our post-football, have been doing that. Have you not seen Al? I've not seen Al. Al, Al is... I'm sure I wouldn't recognize. I saw Al before. Yeah, because you know he's like <laughs> 6'10", and him being like 260, 270 is like a frail human being. Not frail. He looks good still. <laughs> but all he want to do is go on his boat and fish anyway. So. Yeah, Al, Al's got Al's got modest ambitions when it comes to the when it comes to the public no, spotlight. No, 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 you say that nothing about Al is modest. That's true. Not even a little bit. Absolutely not. This is true. We're gonna do an all hey moan edition. We're gonna start with Matthew McKinney, who says, "Hey moan, do you think the Steelers will sign Cam Sutton? I think he's too valuable with his versatility. I hope they don't make the same mistake they did with Mike Hilton. No way to bring that up. Matt. Way to bring it up. So this is where I'm at. Pittsburgh has trends, man." A lot of them. And I think one of them is not to make the same mistake twice. That's one of my biggest ones when it comes down to how they operate. You see, of course, you can say to yourself, Mike Hilson got away because Mike was more was very expensive. For what you consider to be a non-important position. Yeah, that's Until fair. you realize his impact. And that same guy have that same impact in a Cam Sutton. He's a playmaker. He's yeah. a playmaker. playmaker. Despite anything you think about him. You know he's going to be there, which Cam Sutton has been, which Mike Hilton always was, and you can always count on them knowing and doing their jobs. So that's why I think it works out for him. Now, my feeling is, and you're the money guy. Yeah. My feeling is that Cam's going to cost three and twenty-seven. That's fair. You want to know why? Why? Because the cap has actually been raised up a whole lot more. It, it, I, what we used to think was high for guys has now been reset by the market. And that's because the NFL is making more money. You put gambling in the mix, middle of it. You put the idea that everybody has that, that delayed year where they didn't raise the cap, and now we're getting it back on the back end. Yeah, that matters more. TV deals actually being more prominent these days. Think about what Apple is doing. Think about what YouTube is doing. Prime is doing. Everybody's got their hand in the NFL pocket, and they're not taking. They're giving. So that's why. It's uh, a whole lot higher now. Well, my other point that I would make is, as it relates to Cam is you ne- already need a starting cornerback. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so if you lose Cam, how many do you need? You, you know what kind of gets me with Cam's situation too is the fact that you can't allow all your experience to leave. Right. It's, to your right. point about the corner, you can't allow your experience to leave. And he is one of those guys. I mean, plus he's just a great dude. Right? I was going to say, yeah. you don't have to wonder about, oh, what are we getting in this guy? No, Who you don't is have to worry about you don't, that. You don't have to even think about You don't about have to worry about that. Where he's concerned. Captain Spartan says, hey, Moan, I know you said you wanted to play in the SEC, but why Tennessee? Why Tennessee? Yeah. 
I'm from Tennessee, oh, first and foremost. Man, way okay? to serve it up for him. Yeah. You just come over here, set it on the tee. <laughs> I'm from here. But Tennessee was, to me, the upper echelon of what schools, tradition, football play, and getting guys to the NFL was all about. Even if I didn't start early at Tennessee, even if I didn't um, get drafted, my preparation for the NFL came because of playing at Tennessee and in the SEC. I truly believe that. Mr. Football in Tennessee. I was Mr. Football. He was hey. Mr. Football. Yes. I did my research on you. I mean, you know, it's been over 15 years, BK. You got to look up something. I got to look up something. <laughs> I t- these these people, uh, even just today, just walking in here where we're shooting here this for our fireplace chat. You see the fireplace? You see that? We're good. We are. But it's warm down here today. We are, by the way, we are um, on a, a little bit of a hill right above Broadway on Nashville, yeah. which is where all the action is down there, all the music, live music, wow. everything. Every single establishment all through the night. Yeah. There's nothing like it in America. If you hadn't been to Nashville in the last, what, five years? Yeah. It's a totally different city. It really is. It's country music, but it's everything else. Do you think Pittsburgh would ever get to that point? It's a I mean, whole we're city? Not, we're not known for our music. <laughs> okay. That's, that's Although I will say that Donnie Iris at 80 years old yeah. sang the anthem, national anthem at the Penguins game and they won big. So now they're going to be wheeling Donnie out there <laughs> for every wheel. <laughs> I tried to get Pittsburgh Taylor Swift and they was like, no, she's more Philly. Oh, geez. John Gorman says, realistically speaking, how active can we expect Omar Khan to be in free agency? The cap space that's in place, mm-hmm. Moan, right now is, yeah. is in the 40 range. However, you know Omar. You have actually dealt literally with Omar. He can be creative. He can be creative, too. And this is the thing, too, you got to look at when you say, what are we going to do in free agency? I don't think this year is a real hot year for free agents in general. The other aspect of this, too, is what are the actual needs of this team? They have a quarterback. You've been proven that you can get wide receivers through the draft, low round guys. So what are you looking for? Are you are you are you going to end up signing Bobby Wagner? Is that something we're looking at? Older aging guy? I know that's enticing, but Pittsburgh has been known to have their guy for a very long time. He's thirty three. That's what I'm Don't saying. Don't do that. And then of course that comes with a very expensive ticket because of his name, because of what he's done. That's what I was going to say. You know how many all pro? Not Pro Bowl. Screw the Pro Bowl. This dude's got nine all, all pros, pros, first teams. Yeah, oh, you know he's, what, he's and, Hall of Fame. In my book, that's first ballot. Anybody yeah. that doesn't vote for Bobby Wagner is an idiot. So what positions do we need, though, is where I'm at. Linebacker. Well, yeah. And I, corner. I, I would think more than anything else of what you're looking at is, well, on that note here, Patrick asks us, hey, Moan, <laughs> where are the inside linebackers coming from with this year's edition of the Steelers? I don't think it's going to be Bobby Wagner. I, I think, first of all, boy, I, I get a little edgy about this one, but yeah. we mentioned inside linebackers as if it's this vast wasteland. Miles Jack is still on your roster. Yes, he is. And there are a lot of teams in the NFL that would take Robert Spillane as their three. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, That's I would fair. agree with that. Yeah, okay. he's playing a role. But they love him. Yeah, they, they do. He's, he's the ultimate face-in-the-fan guy. If you get him for a really good price mm-hmm. and the role that he playing never falls off. That's the right. thing about the league. You cannot fall off from what your role is. The moment that does, he's out. Yeah, no question about that. So what, what's left is you have to get somebody else. Now you yeah. can, you can dream about a Tremaine Edmonds. You can. Buffalo can still franchise him. They can. So right now you, you don't really know. My feeling is that you'll probably end up finding another miles Jack type. 
to start right away, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not going to throw it. So, are, let me, it's probably going to take some people off. Are you out on um, Devin Bushman back in Pittsburgh? Oh, listen to what he are, just are, said. Yeah, because that's a real <laughs> question. And the only reason I ask that is the ACL. He is O-U-double-T out. That, that really? Oh, okay. man. Right. I'm sorry. I saw things that had nothing to do with an ACL, Moan. So okay. did you. Yeah, yeah, I okay. did. I did. You, um, when you see a lack of willingness to, you know, engage to, in contact and stuff, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I get that. But the only reason I say that, that if there is no home for him, and he knows Pittsburgh, unless he just doesn't want to be in Pittsburgh. I mean, he might. A one-year deal, one-year prove-it deal. Yeah. And, okay, let's go Tremaine Edmonds really quick. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like the idea because I know he's a ball player. I know his dad is a ball player, and both of his brothers are too. But at what price? Yeah, exactly, exactly here. And and that's not – it ain't concerning because they actually have more money to work with this year than they, they ever have before. They do. They have uh, a lot of cash. But Omar has to set a precedent as far as what's going to be the standard in Pittsburgh. I don't think – this is my thing, but Pittsburgh has never been an outsider's land, meaning you don't go get everybody else's free agents. No. Has it? It's always no, been in-house. You although, might get one or two. Although, you know, let's – I mean, th- when you rebuild the offensive line by signing James Daniels, by signing Mason, Mason Cole, Cole. Uh, that's two-fifths right there, and, and they were two – arguably the two biggest components – to that well, I, in, in my own, as I wear this O-line mastermind shirt today, is is this, though, for me. It was necessary. What, is, <laughs> what the heck is that? It, it was necessary to get that for the young guy or either Miss Trubisky, too. Yeah, no question about yeah. that here. Um, Ryan Miller asks, oh, look at all this. This is what I mean when I feel those exclamation points. Yeah. Hey, Moan! <laughs> what is the feeling like on the sideline when Renegade starts playing at home? However, he is on the sideline when that happens. I had an anti-stiller uh, person say this to me. Uh-oh. He was like, "There," because we were talking about uh, stadium songs, team mm-hmm. songs, yeah, black yeah. and yellow with Wiz and stuff like that. And yeah. somebody tweeted at me and said, with that being said, there is something magical about Renegade being played inside of that stadium. And how did I feel as a player was chills. I knew we were still in the game, and I knew more times than not a play was about to be made. And I was of the mindset, get ready to go back out there almost every single time. Get ready to go back out there. Something magical plays. You're about to get the ball back. We're about to get the ball back. That's neat. A big play is coming. That's See, what it does for you on the side. Without getting into some deep musical breakdown of the work <laughs> of uh, Dennis Young and Tommy Shaw and the, the artistry that they put into the song, Yeah, the whole scene – is what works. The scoreboard going completely dark. The big bass from the speakers. Everything's coming. And then the oh mama, whatever. And the crowd is at this point louder than the singing. You can barely hear the song. Okay, the the part where they just sing. Do people even know the words to the song? They know enough. They know enough. But you know which which word they definitely know? What? That one, okay? And when that happens, and like you were saying, the bass and the drums and everything kicks yeah. in here, the place goes just bonkers. It does. And there's not anything that you can compare that to in sports. I know you're going to – by the way, the Ravens are, are using like Enter Sandman. Yeah. Like, really? Why don't you play Welcome that. to the Jungle while you're at it? They Come on. The only one I've seen be intimidating, and this was only situational, I think, 
it was in New Orleans on Halloween playing the Saints, and they played oh, that yin yang twin. Oh. The, the, yeah, the drums and everything. It's a U2 and Green Day yeah, together doing to um, I think it's called Here Come the Saints or something it like that. It is a party in it New Orleans. Is, it was unbelievable. I downloaded that into my, into my but phone see, that after one, that game. That one only happens when good things happen. Like, Renegade happens before something's about to happen. Oh, yeah, Renegade That's runs the a risk. Yeah, Renegade yeah. Runs, a, runs a little bit of a yeah. risk there. No question There's about that. There's a difference that. right there. Tyler says, why not give Bush the Edmonds deal? That's what he just said. I just, see, <laughs> we could be GMs, Tyler, not DK right now. Ryan says, I was just in Nashville and had to take a short drive to Hendersonville just because that's where <laughs> Moan is. What did you do, like roll down your window and shout for him? He probably yelled, hey, Moan. <laughs> that's, that's true here. Um, this one says, hey, DK, hey, Moan, your first four in the draft. Oh, I'm not ready for that. You know what? This Go week ahead. is combine week, though. Yeah. My, my first four Chicago's trying to bargain it because they were teasing about a couple weeks ago about Justin Fields being on the trade block. Yeah. With that being said, I think they're okay with them or at least trying to gauge something for the first-round pick, for that first overall pick. My question is, what are you willing to give up for that? And the fact that they're going to move back. My first – right now there's conversation that Indy could take Anthony Richardson. Okay. That's the only one. I think uh, Will Anderson is really good. I think Jalen Carter out of Georgia is really good. And I think uh, Bryce Young out of Alabama. Yeah. Those are my top four, if I'm guessing anybody. Well, I mean, Young is obviously going to be off in his own category and go to he a is. team that, that needs a quarterback. And that's how the top of the draft always yeah. ends up getting structured. Mm -hmm. It know? is. But you're going to have to pay a king ransom for that number one overall pick, though. Yeah. Um, Gina wants to know why I look bigger than Moan. Tell them you've been eating your Wheaties, first, man. First of all, look, when we sit back like this, the first thing I hear when people come into the shop downtown is, you're taller than I thought. And you are. And I go, and I go, hang on a second. How does one sound not tall on you a know podcast? What? You, you say that, but on the other side of it, I look at like movie stars and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think they're supposed to be bigger. Yeah. Now, you're 6'6". You're six, six. Yeah, I'm 6'6". Six, six. Okay, I'm 6'2". So, technically, oh. I'm like I'm like this. Yeah, I'm, yeah, pretty much. He got a shoulder to lean on at all times. <laughs> so, yeah. Now, now, if you mean bigger in another sense... Yeah, man. Then, yeah. then, then I'm definitely. Yeah, you gonna have to stop. I'm you have definitely to get sugar free coffee uh, out here. Yeah, there's no question about that here. Joe says we really need OT and CB and inside linebacker. Listen to me. But what's Joe missing? What? Which one is he missing? Uh, D line. Nobody wants, and you know why? And it's such a respect factor, yeah. Because because Cam, Cam is just is still there. He's gone on. And forever. you think Cam's going to be there forever? And you do, but that's the thing Cam about it. Of course, there. but everybody, what 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 does Father Time usually do? It conquers it all. It tends to win. It tends to win, and I'm not saying Cam is slowing down at all. But I look at this situation, and says even Batman needed a Robin, like a real Robin, mm -hmm. like somebody like that Steph. you can pass it on. Yeah. He like had Steph. Steph. When he had Steph, everything made sense on that. He, Steph onto it. Yeah. When, when he, he had every, everything made sense there. They were able to play off of each other. Yes. They were able to be two down linemen so that yep. you could get more guys mixed into your, mm -hmm. you know, have your safeties up. And but agile enough, though, DK, 
that mm-hmm. they could rush the quarterback and get tackles for loss in the run game. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I think Cam needs, and I don't know if he's ready to admit it just yet, but he needs that. And and, and the idea that you can get a first-round D tackle this year, mm-hmm. I think it's very cool. I know Clemson got a really good one. The one at Georgia is going to be gone way before we get an opportunity to this year. Uh, and I, I, I want to go – not go at Joseph, but discuss with Joseph the OL part, the O-tackle part. DK, hear me out. I'm hearing the more I have conversations with these guys, the more I feel like they've just gotten tighter, like it's me against the world, and screw everybody that don't believe in our yeah. offensive line. Yeah. And truthfully, yep. that's how we were. That's how we felt about the fan base, potentially about the team, to where our <laughs> just pulling the glass, but pulling the curtains back just a little bit, I'm more than sure – I was vouched for by Marquise, and I know for a fact I vouched for Al in the sense of like, no, we're good. Yeah, like we're okay. Like the, the what you need to work with seeing these guys develop that, seeing Chooks post James Daniels like that, like watching honestly, and I think you can agree with this because you're in the locker room watching Mason Cole become the leader, gradually but surely. Is yes. he not? It was not that? at the outset. Yeah, I think they're almost like. Screw you guys. He recognized the vacancy. Yes. Uh, that's the best way I can put yeah, that. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't come in and take over by force. No. He it, recognized the vacancy and the need for someone to be that guy. So to get a O tackle, that – I don't think you're in a position to get one unless you're, that's a third-round pick. Yeah. Um, let me see what else we got here. Uh, two things we do is cut – Cut Mitch and Bush. You're, you're not cutting Mitch Trubisky. When Art Rooney says Mitch Trubisky's going to be back next season, yeah, he's going to be back says. next season. Oh, that's and, a good one. Was it about Kendrick? And he's under contract here. Uh, uh, go down. Other way. Other way. Oh, this way. Yeah. What was that about uh, Kendrick? Hey. Saw one. Oh, there it is here from Ryan. He says, uh, I'm trying to get this here to show. Hey, Moan, do you think. Kendrick Green has anything to offer the Steelers other than depth? Um, you know, one thing, and I don't say many things in defense of, of, of Green's first couple of seasons. Let me hear this then. But I have one thing to say, and that is this. He did not have a chance in 2023. You, you don't think so? They played every snap. Oh, you're saying in 2023. <laughs> I was about to say, I love it. You mean 2020? He had all kinds of chances, but he was also thrown head first into not just the fire of being an NFL offensive lineman, right. but being an NFL center when he wasn't ready to be that. So let me ask you this when it comes to Kendrick, because we, you're right. We didn't hear a thing from him, which is great play. for the guys. He didn't up get front. a helmet. Was it, what, was it a mistake giving him the 53 and putting him at center? I know you feel that way, so I why do. are you asking me? I feel that way. Okay, so okay. here's – I'm not going to deflect to DK this like time. It. I thought it was a mistake by giving Kendrick 53 – a title of respect from a guy that had played that position way harder than anybody else in recent history. I felt like it was unfair to him also by expecting his level of play to match that just because literally uh, somewhat kind of looks like the guy. Well, it's the lineage too. That's the part that sucks is you're saying to him, yeah, not just that you're going to be the next Marquise, but that listen, Going back to Mike Webster and Dermani Dawson. Dermani, and, Hartwig. And, yeah, right, right, right. before but that. But specifically oh, with Webster and Dermani, yeah. you know, Hall of Fame, you know, legendary yeah. guys that the, the, the lineage at center has been 
mind blowing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And and then you're saying to him, "Hey, here, you do this. You do this. Go get him, kid. Go get him, kid." I I didn't like that. So how much are you getting from him? Probably depth. Um, what you have is experience in case somebody gets injured. What you have is a guy that's gone through, um, what is this, his second coaching change? Yep. So he understands adjustments when it comes down to the O-line room. And his best bet would be to try to develop a side leadership role to where young guys can come to him and he always makes himself valuable every single year in camp. Yeah, no question about that here. I got one here from, from Leroy here. Now I lost it. Yeah, I saw that. The sweepstakes. Yeah, it looked like it was good, too. Yeah. Here, uh, Mark says, you guys still think Josh Dobbs is coming back to be the backup QB? I don't think we predicted it. Let me tell you the We put it right out there now. as a scenario. Listen to me, y'all. Uh, if there is anything I know about my day job here in Nashville, the majority of this fan base does not want Josh Dobbs anywhere, but in Nashville, Tennessee is a Titan, okay? Because he came in at the end and played yeah. hero and for about a week well. and a half. Yeah. He and his situation is very interesting too, DK. When we speak about backup quarterbacks or Mitch or why it was so important for uh for George Pickens, I mean Kenny Pickett to play quarterback in this league for quarterbacks, late round, middle of the first, if you don't get in games and get some game film your first year or at the least, at the latest, going into your second year, mm-hmm. you're pretty much hidden and you're labeled as a backup quarterback. It's not that many makes sense. that ride that wave, uh, that rides that wave. Right here? Yeah, and and trying to be an NFL quarterback if you don't get on the field early. So Kenny had his growing pains, but I think it was worth it. That makes sense. Yeah. Juan asks, Ramon, are you a believer in the combine or nah? Nah. Go ahead. Am I a believer in it? I think for certain positions, it makes sense. Which one did it not make? It makes no sense for O-line. I knew that's what I was pushing for. <laughs> it really makes no sense for quarterbacks. What are you measuring a quarterback on? How far he can throw a football, I guess. And what did that equate to in most years for guys? Not much. Not can, much can he throw all. it through a hula hoop 70 yards away? O-line, quarterback. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe even running back. I don't think it – other than the 40-time. Quarterbacks, who really need a 40-time at quarterback? Mm-hmm. Either you see their game film shows they're fast or not. Um, knowing how much an offensive lineman can bench is cute, but I've known guys that bench 40-plus 40, 40 reps that couldn't play like anything. That makes sense. DeMond says, great seeing you guys together. I'm mad I didn't get a notification. I have a feeling – because I can tell that you're on YouTube, DeMond, that we do this through a mechanism called StreamYard that sends it out to everywhere. And when that happens, I don't think YouTube sends out notification alerts. Wow. This is actually on YouTube, Facebook, and everywhere else. Not, Not to bore you uh, with uh, details of how the how this stuff works on the back end, but you brought it up. Uh, this program is always brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three... Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for craveability. Order your favorite at get the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it. See, it's so much better when it's live. <laughs> you see, I just go side to side when oh, you really man. do the commas like that. It's Boomer's really killing you here. Hey, Moan, who are your three favorite Steeler teammates? Oh. We will be sending notifications out to everyone he doesn't name. Oh, here it goes. I know. Here Y'all know. Goes. You know who number one is. 
Marquise. Of course. Marquise is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Ben, because of how our relationship grew. Ben was a really good teammate. Yes. And I, even I, afterwards, too. I feel like Ben was somebody that you were going to name in part because of the relationship that you've got. Yeah. You, you, it's grown and matured grown since. Grown and matured. Now, the last one is. By the way, so has he. Yes. 100%. Okay, let's be clear about that. Ben is not what Ben, ben no. was 10 years ago. And I think I appreciate him more for that, too. And just so much more real. Three is, is tough. So I got I got Marquise, I got Ben. Uh I got number three. Yeah, I do too. Can I say can I predict it? Oh. 77. He's close. Oh. He, he's close. Okay. You 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 know who's number three on that list, man, to this day. Yeah. 74, Willie Cologne. Oh, you're going back. Okay. Okay. 77 is okay. fair. Okay. Uh, 77 is Marcus Gilbert. Marcus. Marcus is my dude. No, no, this is false. He is my dude. I, he is your dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this, and it's so hard to pick between all of those guys. One, I went with my guy that I played with all of my career, Marquise. Then I went with Ben because my appreciation of him as who he is and what he's done. And three, because Willie showed me so much early on. I could have thrown Max in there. I could have thrown Casey Hampton in there. I could mm-hmm. Kiesel really good. Uh, Ryan Clark, golly, I'm gonna feel bad by not even throwing him in there. Oh man, that, that's, no, that's that's gonna be interesting. No, that's uh, that's that's good stuff. What's the largest tab says Brent that you had to pay as a rookie? Me personally, he says this is for either of you. I was never, I was never in the national you are football a rookie, league. Uh, rookie journalist. You know, la- we don't la- pick up tabs. We like going to McDonald's. <laughs> largest tab I had to pay. Uh, was probably my rookie year. Mm-hmm. Eight grand. That's it. Yeah, because they made a split it at that point. There was some oh. stuff within the team that had happened. Highest I ever paid any heard anybody paying was like twenty nine thousand. I was gonna say that's yeah, where yeah, that's yeah. where they're hitting now. Although they give you know the, the thing is, is since they've been drafting all these wide receivers early. Yeah. The receivers don't sweat it because yeah. they know they're getting it back. On the second, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second contract, yeah. everything's good, man. But, but listen, though, my pay then wasn't what it was now what rookies get, though. So that eight grand for me. Yeah, it was something. Wasn't the tax write-off? Well, yeah, it was. I, I well, what did off. you sign for? Uh, 405. Yeah. So rookies now, what's the minimum? No, 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 the, the, the bonus. Oh, whew, my yeah, bonus? Was, uh, eight grand. I was going to say, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's why that, that number rang After the bell. After taxes, that was, I was like $4,600. That was what Kevin handed Yeah, you, handed and he you. was proud to do that, too. I uh-huh. heard from him earlier today. Uh, Robert Cotting, breaking news. <laughs> Ramon has signed a contract to play for a senior flag football team. You wouldn't get this guy for flag football. No, I'll you, coach you get, it. You get him for tackle football. Uh, yeah, I'll coach it 100%. I enjoy flag football. That, that's how that works yeah. here. Uh, Largest tab. That, that's an interesting question. Yeah, Eight grand, though. That's a good one here now. Great yeah, way to get your question on the show is to throw 10 bucks onto it here. Yeah, this individual just did. Hey, guys, I just wanted to say I love your channel. It's such an inspiration. It gives me a smile, especially when I have bipolar depression. It gives me something to laugh about. Keep up the work, good work, and go pens. First of all, I just have something to say here. If you are candid enough, comfortable enough, confident enough to be able to say something like that, even under a pseudonym here, you are well on the way. 
That's what I was going to say. You too, are man. well on the to way. To bring up what I like to call sometimes. Everybody deal with them. Mm-hmm. I call them demons. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got something they're dealing with. You to openly be able to talk about that, that's hats off. And I have no hat, but hats off to you. And I've been also really heartened to see people in his former line of work step up and say, hey, I'm, I'm dealing with something. It's, I'm dealing with something. I need yeah. time. Uh, it's now no longer a, Ooh, what the hell's wrong with you or whatever that the whole stigma that was attached to it or get get your ass out right. there and play you or whatever. Tough. Yeah, be tough. Now, yeah. I will tell you where my wall got broken down with mm-hmm. that. Tell me. Because of some of my great friends, uh, teammates. Alejandro was a guy that uh, when my mom passed, like, of course, I was one of those sulking days. Everybody would uh, you, deal with you something took like it hard. that. I took it hard. And Al actually spoke to me about, you know, like, what it means to kind of move forward and move on and stuff like that mm-hmm. without forgetting. Right. Because Al's life experience is way. Oh, no, no. Al's. <laughs> we don't compare anything in our different. lives to what Al did. But in dealing with death or dealing with, you know, chronic issues and whatnot, he was a, a light bulb for me for sure. Yeah, no Somebody question. Somebody Gino guessed my uh, favorite three. Uh, Gino was going for, uh, he was going for Keese. Dave and Dave Ben, that's a pretty ben. good call. Dave is Dave is you a gave me three. Dave is a beloved member. Yeah, that was kind of nasty. That was nasty. You can't do yeah, that. I don't like it. I don't like Golly. it here. Uh, we're gonna take a couple more today. Gary Anderson says, "Hey, good afternoon. What do you guys make out of Kenny and the skill players getting together in Florida for some workouts? Um, it matters. It does. Okay, it matters. There's a vibe, isn't yep. there, that gets developed." It's that, and you also see uh, him taking the reins of trying to accept leadership, too. That, to me, I think is more important in this role and getting on the same page. One thing I heard about Brady was in these type of segments, they figured out how each guy liked the ball, where you wanted that, where do you best catch it. Do you want, you know, a ball leading you more? Do you, what's the back? What's the conversation like on back shoulder fades? Like, this is where they so, do all of that. This is, you know, we're in the city right now in Nashville where the Titans – were accused, rightly so, of cheating. Remember this? When Ryan Fitzpatrick, or not Ryan Fitzpatrick, what's his name? Uh, Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill uh, had, they had this secret session out at the college. Oh, just outside. yeah. Remember this? Yeah, okay. yeah, I know. Some small school, whatever, and they just showed up at a ball field pretending this was in COVID time when you weren't allowed to we do this. We weren't supposed to be together. We to be yeah. And they were like, they just had to do it. So it was him and the receivers showed up on campus acting like they're students and whatever else, and they go out onto the field. And they're catching passes. Yep. Like within five minutes, the whole campus is there going, it's the Titans. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're all texting everybody. It's like, how did you get caught? Well, you look different <laughs> than regular people, you know, running routes and whatnot. That was interesting. Uh, but that's good on him, man, because that, that, that starts the beginning of his leadership role for this team. This is great. You look at Ron, brother. our brother, Ron Slay, comes in and says, DK in Nashville, yeah. there's a hockey game tomorrow here. Don't tell me, Ron, you didn't you didn't know that there was a hockey game was, right down the hill here. What's crazy? He's supposed to be on air right now. This is, yeah, what's that all about? I'm he, telling my boss. You got work this. to do, Mr. Slay. What are you doing there? <laughs> um, Look at this. Let's cool. see. Robert says we should have a Q&A every month here. I, I, lo- I, think, I, I like, I like the live format. I, I really do. Somebody so, said the same thing. Demond too. says the same thing here as well. Uh, uh, oh, I was going to say do that. Here, here do we that. go. Right there, Corey Hewen says, oh, boy. Hey, Moan, do you think OL will get smaller in the coming eras doing, due to it being hard to find big men who want to play these days? What does that mean? 
Does you understand? Uh, that? You know what? I do know what that What's means. What's that mean? Do are they going to get smaller and more athletic? See them in space more. Meaning, like your slender built offensive lineman, an uh, old tackle weighing, let's say six six, weighing two eighty five. Oh. No, okay. listen to me. You're going to Tunch and Wolf era here. Yeah, no. I, I used to think that it was training that way. I felt a certain type of way about this. Like, I got to get small. I got to get small. I got to make sure my speed is good. I got to – that's all I was worried. I got to, I got to, I got to because I thought what I was seeing was the NFL trend to smaller linemen. And let me tell you this. No, it's not. The dudes that I saw coming out this year, which is a crap, to- crap load of them, they are bigger. They're still athletic as heck, and teams won't size because you got to be able to beat people up. It's rare that you can find big dudes that can move the way these guys do, and I think that's why the league is embracing it. Darnell Wright is a big dude. What's his name? Desmond or Damon uh, Jones, I think, coming out of Ohio State. The Wanda Jones coming out of Ohio State. They were gushing over this guy. They kind of should. Listen to me, 6'8", 370, he'll probably get down to 360, but it's a animal when it comes down to the way he was playing. I think Paris Johnson is a bigger guy that's like 320. Guys aren't getting smaller. They're getting more athletic. Yeah. And this is another thing, too. There's more specialty to play OL these days. This sweatshirt I have on now is where most guys go to combine train. Mm-hmm. They're teaching you the game a whole lot more. So I, I was thinking that, and people want maulers. That's the thing. I, I, was, I was about to say here to you, Corey, that if we could end this conversation in a split second, if you walked up to Chuk Sikorafor and, and he's wearing just like a, an exercise thing yeah. where you could see what he's what he's built like, yeah, and you'd be like, oh yeah, no, they're not getting smaller. No, Because if you can have that frame, Chuk's frame, yep. and the inherent mm-hmm. athleticism that he has, why would you trade down no. size-wise? So... Uh, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. And there are enough. It's 32 teams, my man. You know, you need 64 total tackles. Like, athletically, <laughs> tackles are probably going to be more slender dudes, more basketball type, you know, but they're still going to be three bills. Plus, for the most part, the number one guard coming out this year, in my mind, Osiris Torrance from Florida. Okay. About 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, probably holding about 335. But he's a monster. He's a mauler. He's a guy that moves well, blocks well. No. I, I don't think that's the case. I used to, though. No, that's uh, Gary asks if you're going to the Penguins-Preds game. I know you were trying to get tickets. I was trying to, but my kid got a baseball game. This that time of year. Kid goes first. He pitched a hell of a game this past weekend, too. Five innings, 60 pitches, 11 strikeouts. Uh, he worked them. <laughs> one one hit, too, by the way. Just going to throw that out there if the, if, if, if uh, the Pirates ever need somebody. Oh, man. Uh, a couple more today. Us, Austin Dunbar says, hey, Moan, favorite meal that you could get while with the team? With the team inside the building was the omelets that Kevin was, and his crew made. See, the best part is, is I don't even think Austin meant that, but I knew you would answer yeah, it that way. I, well, I got two answers On the Southside Cafeteria, yeah. the players swear by it, and they should because the chef there will – literally cater yeah. to the individual players' yeah. needs, whether you are Ben Roethlisberger or you are the 53rd uh, yeah. guy on the roster. Um, they There's such passion yeah. in the work that they do, including staff. And everybody. By the way, we're allowed to eat there. Yeah, is, you are. Which is really rare. We, we sit there at the cafeteria table with the players, yeah. which is like, we don't sit at your table. That would get our ass Y'all in the corner over there. <laughs> Those, uh, I'm gonna tell you this, and you know those Heath cookies that are in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, oh no. 
you got to hit the elliptical after that one. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's something here. All right, our our last one today. Okay, well, we can't end on <laughs> this. Up, Brian Brown? Uh, Brian says, "Are we supposed to say hey, Moan, to get questions answered?" No, Brian, you just got to ask an actual question. That's, that's it, Brian. That's not you one right there. A question asking a question about a question. Brent Schaefer asks, "Love the show, guys. Hey, Moan, I've always been a big fan since you signed my terrible towel when they still did Steelers versus Teachers basketball oh, games. That, that was South Hills. That. Yeah, South Hills, right?" When did they stop the pandemic? Yeah. They need to get that back. Yeah, I think that was either St. Clair or Mount Lebanon. I'm not sure which of the two, but I, I want to say it was in the South Hills somewhere here. I remember it was you, Louis Lips, and Rossman. Yeah. I wonder who was under the hoop out of that group. This guy. <laughs> Let me tell you, I enjoyed that so much. One, because it was some charity and everything, but you got an opportunity to go in the community. And you know how it is with OL. People don't really know you like that. So to be going up against folks – for fun, unless she was going up again. Let me tell you, what's the name of the school? TJ? Yeah, Thomas yeah. Thomas Jefferson? Jefferson, yeah. Hey, listen. They were out there trying to get scholarships, man. I'm like, yo, this is for charity. Why are you trying to elbow me like this? But I couldn't go back at him because that would have been illegal. No, that's uh, that's that's good stuff here. All right, two more real quick here. Captain Spartan says, currently wanting to travel in the U.S. What are some places and restaurants you all recommend? Nashville. Right, right here. Yeah, right here. the people from here tell you not to come here, but Nashville. Yeah. And you say you live in Kentucky? Oh, my gosh, that's an easy ride. Dude, it's, it's yeah. But, but another easy drive. I drive through Kentucky to go to Pittsburgh. Go, like, go up to Pittsburgh. We're Our number about two East business. Coast? Our number two business. I would Our even number even, two industry in yeah. the city of Pittsburgh is tourism. Is it? Mm -hmm. I would even tell them, DK, go to Baltimore. Get some crabs, man. It's I think that I think the pier part of Baltimore is really good. If you try hard enough, you can find something to like in almost every American Washington, city, DC? except anything at all in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> you are not a Florida fan. No, nah, that's where I'm going after this. Unfortunately, <laughs> um, I, I got uh, I, I had one more that I saw that I wanted to get, and it was right down. Ah, here's it. where we end. It. Here's where we end. It's uh, it's from our man Rick, who just says, "Love your show, catch an early episode." Thanks for all the great commentary and laughs. Uh, I'm going to look into the notification thing because I like doing That'll this be live. Cool. This was actually I like fun. This. We could probably in the off season just do open discussion like this instead of just a designated show. Yeah. Instead of those ones where we get on and we, get, like, we look at each other and go, "Oh, <laughs> this is pretty cool, man." Yeah. Uh, I think we've had too. over 200 on here so far. Well, that's just live, and they're always interchangeable. By the time we end up. You know, by the time yeah. everybody gets to see the recording of this, it goes into some other, uh, it goes into some other bracket. But it's fun. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's man. fun. This Thanks, awesome. you guys made it. That's really cool. I did appreciate this. Yeah, DK. yeah. we should do this more often. I'm gonna go cover a hockey game. You take care of your. You go take care of your kids. Baseball and just everything. And I'm cooking tonight too. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, see, yeah, you don't absolutely. have to. You don't even. You don't have to go to Florida this no, week. And yeah, most pro guys don't have personal chefs and maids around the house. We do day to day stuff. I was cutting my yard for a while till I almost slipped the lawnmower over. Yeah, I got a hill going on my yard. I'm riding it and it tips back. I was like, ah. The rolling hills the of way, Hendersonville, look Tennessee. Look at that finger right there. That was a lot of AFC North yes, in was. that finger there. That look at that. That bends down. AFC North football. Yeah. That's what they say. That's what they say. Give you all for, right? And that was just in somebody's helmet. He, got it. he was supposed to have his you hands there anyway. That's exactly what I broke <laughs> that one. The guy tried to pull away with this finger right here, and I held on yeah. to it. I was bending. 
I was being a yeah, guy. Yeah. See, there's illegal hands to the face, yeah. and then there's immoral hands to the face. Yeah. He pulled away and stretched the ligament. There's so. some there's some there's some stripes, striped helmet marks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Thanks for watching, guys. We'll have another show for you on uh, um it won't be tomorrow, but it'll be Wednesday. Yes, indeed. All right. Yeah.